0: This week's episode of the Getting to Know podcast is brought to you by AAPI Heritage Month. Today, we honor and celebrate our Asian American and Pacific Islander employees.
1: Hey, everybody. It's Mike Brickheim. Thanks for joining us for another edition of the Getting to Know podcast. The twists and turns of the Getting to Know podcast have taken us to a new place today when we are going to spend some time with what is perhaps the first family of Nina, in that, we're being joined by Kathy and Aaron Jacobson. Kathy, Aaron, welcome to the Getting to Know podcast today.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you.
1: <laughs> good to be here. We're excited to have you both. Now, talk to me about who came to Nina first. Let's start there.
0: So, that was me. I started in 2007 in the Alpharetta office, actually um, doing some product management for what was then tech products.
1: And did you get your husband a job here or did you guys meet at Nina?
0: No, we have been together since undergrad in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. And so when I started with Nina, I was traveling up to the Munising site as part of my job because that's where they made all the products that I was um, managing. And I loved it up there when when I got to go. It was now to be fair, it was August, so it was a beautiful time to be up in Munising. But you know, we're from the north. We had been in Atlanta for quite a few years at that point, and um, kind of missed being back in the north. So when I was up there for travel and found out that there was an R and D scientist up there that was retiring, I just mentioned it to Aaron as a hey, wouldn't it be interesting if you know, that became something that was a possibility. And he ended up um, interviewing for the job, so. All
1: right, well, congratulations. Good job on the interview, Aaron. Um, So what year was that that you joined?
2: It was uh, 2008, and uh, when I interviewed, uh, it was John Wall at the time, our head of R&D, and he made sure that I understood what I was getting into (laughs) going from Atlanta, Georgia to Munising, Michigan.
1: (laughs) So that's interesting. I was curious if John was asking about the different climates or if you understood what you were getting into making the decision to go to work beside your wife, which has been the bigger challenge for you moving from Atlanta to Munising, or a lot of talk about work at the kitchen table. Uh, Honestly, uh,
2: it had to been the climate uh, because so far we've had, you know, really great leadership and they've kept us far apart. <laughs> so we don't cross paths too often. Um, but it is kinda kinda cool to bounce ideas off each other, uh, because we're in so many, you know, similar
1: situations and businesses, but uh that's actually a cool part. It is fun. So the key to a happy marriage is distance is what I'm hearing.
0: <laughs> distance or maybe healthy boundaries, Mike, with uh knowing the limit of when to uh shut the works off off so it doesn't become everything
1: that makes sense so <laughs> so i heard aaron you started as an r d scientist and i heard kathy you were in product management early on um where have your careers taken you aaron i think you've stayed on the technical path right correct you've stayed in that in that space kathy you've bobbed and weaved all over the place right
0: i have and i have so We, you know, so starting in Alpharetta, and then we went up to Munising, where I did product management for a while. And then I actually took a little bit of time off and helped my dad out um, when he was sick, ended up having a kid, and then realized I was not a stay-at-home mom. So um, I had reached out to Kathy Hill and just kind of let her know I was looking at getting back into the workforce, and they just happened to have a quality position open up at the mill so I came back and was doing basically quality engineering at for them and then moved into a supply chain role and from there when we purchased Firemark I went out east and integrated their customer service team so I managed the customer service team out there and then we bounced to Appleton where I worked on the filtration side of things as a customer service manager and sales manager um, and now I have landed uh, in Kyle Anderson's team where we are doing strategy. And I'm now taking a look at adjacent markets and potential M&As. And it's, it's been a really exciting and very diverse career path so far.
1: That's great. So lots of different locations, lots of different bosses and different kinds of roles. So what, what has kept you guys here? Aaron, let me start with you. What keeps you going at it every day?
2: So I've I've had the opportunity to work on a lot of different product lines, which means a lot of different technologies, uh markets and customers. To me it's just been the variety and it's never a dull day. There's always something new to work on. I visited almost all of our or run trials at almost all of our facilities and you know, getting to meet people there and, and try new products and new developments there. That's what's really, you know, Kept me going and it really keeps me interested in, in the work. Got it. How about you, Kathy?
0: I guess from my perspective, I've always been, I guess, excited by the leadership. And so it's, they've been inspiring. And there's, I've had managers who have said, hey, what do you want to do? So there's always been a good connection on my end with, you know, I, I, I like learning new things I like challenges and so if you're up for a challenge, I love that this company will hey go tackle something or and then there's that collaborative culture here and then if you if you spot something that you're like, hey, something is maybe wrong here they give you the opportunity they're like, all right, let's go figure out what we can do about that right so I, I I've enjoyed you know bringing up issues and then getting to work on how to okay, well, how do we fix that right so through, a lot of different job opportunities. It's been, it's been a lot of fun kind of the same thing. There's never a dull moment and uh, you're always kind of given the green light to go try something.
1: That's great. I have not found any dull moments yet in my time here. So (laughs) I would would tend to agree. You had mentioned you guys met in Stevens Point in undergrad. Is that right?
0: That's right. Correct.
1: So did you both grow up in that area? You said up north. Where, Where exactly up north are you from?
2: I'm uh, I'm from Green Bay, Wisconsin, Okay.
1: And...
0: yeah, I'm actually from Stevens Point, so I went to college in my hometown.
1: Gotcha. So how far do you guys live now from your respective hometowns?
0: About an hour from Point here now.
1: Yeah, and about thirty minutes from Green Bay. Okay. Have Kathy and Aaron Jacobson brought children into the world who aspire to work <laughs> at Nina as well?
0: Oh God, yes, <laughs> yes. I don't I don't know that that's going to be their path, um, but we'll see. Yeah, so we have, a, we have an eight-year-old daughter and a seven-year-old son. Eight-year-old daughter, seven-year-old son. What are their names? So Sasha and Oscar.
1: All right. So when you're doing things that don't involve Nina, what do the four of you go after?
0: Well, together. Well, I mean, it's kids. They're at the age where we're running them back and forth from things all the time, right? So used to be karate. We've sort of moved on from that, and now we're into swimming. We,
2: uh, we do like to cook together, and uh, although it makes cooking go a lot slower and a lot messier, uh, but we like to have the kids involved helping
1: out, and they, and they love it too. Yeah. Who is the better cook of the two of you? And Aaron, I'm going to ask you, and this is somewhat of an intelligence test, but uh, Aaron, why don't you go first?
2: Well, I don't know if you heard that, but Kathy already answered it, but uh, it's definitely me. We might go hungry if if she had to to cook all the time. So uh, I I do enjoy it.
0: (laughs) I mean, that was truly how how we ended up together. He just started cooking for me, and it's never stopped.
1: That's great. Well, hey, we all have our strengths, Kathy. Not a bad way to go. Not a bad way to go. So the kids are running around from karate to swimming, doing what eight- and seven-year-olds do to explore different things. Have they shown any interest in learning more about what you guys do do they think it's cool that you work together do they not quite notice that you work together do their friends parents all work together too so it doesn't matter
0: I don't even know if they notice that we work together or if it's been an issue or even something that they would notice they know that we do technical stuff so I believe we're you know bringing little nerds into the world, which is wonderful. But other than knowing that we're both engineers and have scientific <laughs> degrees, I don't know that there's much more to that yet with them.
2: I uh, I was working on a project uh, on the DTP side. It was a t-shirt transfer. And I was bringing home lots of samples and you know analyzing them uh, at, at the home office. And my, my daughter kept asking me what I was doing. And uh might've been like a day or two later, she comes back from school and she had made me a card in the shape of a t-shirt and just said, you know, love my daddy.
1: He works on this. <laughs> I still have it. That's great. So is that more nature or is that more nurture? Is that a combination? I would say it's a combination. They
2: get exposed to it and, you know, it's, it's what they see, but they, we can also tell that they have a proclivity uh, towards math, science, mm-hmm. and
1: understanding. Yeah, I guess not surprising a couple engineers would 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 have a couple STEM kids, right? If there was a single life skill that you could impart in in your two offspring, what would you guys choose?
2: That's not fair, Mike. That wasn't on the reading.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just make stuff up as I go. I think for me, I would say grit. So I really want to make sure that they know how to fail and fail well, right. And keep trying. So that's been a big thing. You know, how do you, how do you do that with kids?
1: Yeah, that's a, it's a great quality. I I love the word. It doesn't, I found doesn't translate as well outside the U S but it's, I think it just the, just the sound of the word, almost an onomatopoeia kind of thing. It's a, it's a it's a great thing. And I, I would tell you that with my three kids, perhaps the biggest challenge that I've ever faced is like, w- to what extent do you let them fall down and skin their knee? And to what extent do you catch them? And I haven't quite figured that out. But it, that, that makes a lot of sense. Did you both grow up wanting to be engineers, wanting to work in some version of a fiber paper based business, or you know how 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 did you get here versus where you thought you'd be?
2: My my dad worked uh, as a machine tender for Procter and Gamble, so I was exposed to the paper industry, and, and plus Northeast Wisconsin has a lot of facilities and manufacturing there. And honestly, when I was coming out of high school, I knew I wanted to do something scientific slash engineering and Stevens Point, University of Wisconsin, Stevens Point had a really good program. I heard it was difficult, uh, but had 100% placement. So I decided to go into that.
1: What did you think you were going to be when you grew up?
2: First off, I was going to be a professional basketball player, (laughs) but I never grew over six feet. (laughs) And wasn't that athletic?
1: That can be limiting. (laughs) How about you, Kathy?
0: No, I honestly, when I was growing up, I was going to be a music teacher. I was in every single choir. I was in band. I think if you had asked anybody growing up whether I would have become an engineer, they would have laughed at you, quite frankly. But I I liked chemistry in high school, and I sort of burnt out on the music and realized I wanted to do it as a hobby and not necessarily a career career. So when I hit kind of late high school and was kind of looking for something else after being so focused on music for so long, that was actually, they had, the paper science department at Point had come in to do a presentation at our chemistry class. And, you know, they were basically giving the spiel of, hey, 100%, same thing, 100% job placement, there's scholarships available. It's the hardest major at Point. And I was like, well, I'll take a look at that. So I ended up touring the campus and decided I'd give it a shot. And the rest is history
1: that's great so speaking of point which i've just learned that's the that's how cool kids refer to university of wisconsin stevens point so speaking of point you guys met there tell me about the first date
0: (laughs) i don't know that there was a first date mike we we were because we were in all of the same classes together we had known each other for so long right and It was sort of one of those things where we were friends and ended up having like two of our friends, one of my roommate and one of his friends were dating. And so we always ended up hanging out together as sort of this group of people. And so he and I ended up spending a ton of time together that way. And I think first so and i didn't want to date anybody from paper science because i was like oh my god we're in every class together right it's going to be nonsense but he ended up winning me over when i found out one of his favorite movies was so i married an axe murderer and then we ended up bonding after that and the rest like i said before kind of. <laughs> that's how it all sort of came together
1: how long after you found out that his favorite movie was so i married an axe murderer <laughs> Did you guys uh, move to the next step and go the nuptials route?
0: <laughs> the nuptials? <laughs> Holy cow. Um, that's a loaded question.
1: <laughs> All right. So that would have happened in
2: 97. 98. 98. Yep. Yeah. And then we got married in
1: 2003. All right. So you're coming up on 20 years. Oh, yeah. Of yep. Of mostly wedded bliss, I assume.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: That's great. All right. So. Play a little game since I've got both of you guys. So I'm going to ask you guys a question, but I would like for you to answer on the other one's behalf. I don't know if this is like match game or dating game. Like, I don't know. Oh, my
0: goodness. All right.
1: So just just quickie. And then let's start with you, a little sample, Kathy. I'm going to ask you a question. You answer what you think Aaron's answer would be. And don't worry about embarrassing him. It's just between us. All right.
0: Right right. right, right.
1: So what is Aaron's greatest guilty pleasure?
0: Oh my God. I don't know. I don't know if it's a guilty pleasure, but it's probably Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Say more.
0: Um, I don't know. That's like, it's the, when I'm tired and he doesn't feel like hanging out with me, that's the show, man. Right. <laughs> the one I'm like, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> All
1: right. All right. Aaron. What would you say would be Kathy's guilty pleasure?
2: Uh, probably Twitter.
1: <laughs> fair enough. can be very addictive.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: All right. Kathy, back to you. Yes. Aaron's biggest pet peeve.
0: The only thing that's popping into my head is snapping gum, but I, we rarely do that anymore. <laughs> he hates when people snap gum. <laughs> oh, no,
1: that's fair. That's, a, that's, a, that's totally legit. What annoys the hell out of Kathy? Greatest pet peeve, Aaron.
2: Who? Um, first off, she's a very patient woman, so this is. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to dig something up here. Um, oh, I got this. Uh, yeah, definitely, her pet peeve is <laughs> anyone who is driving near her <laughs> and either goes too fast, goes too slow, or in front of her.
1: All right. Fair enough. So that's something for us to certainly keep in mind when you're in the greater Atlanta area.
0: (laughs) I was a terror when we lived down there.
1: All right. I'm going to do a couple other rapid fires for you. So any dogs or cats or pets hanging out in the house with you?
0: Yes. We have two (laughs) dachshund beagle mixes that we adopted during the pandemic uh, named Maggie and Zoe.
1: All right. Aaron is sounds like more of the cook of the family fruit on pizza yes or no sometimes sometimes what fruit just pineapple or is there other fruit i'm unaware of
2: oh i'm gonna nerd out so tomatoes are fruit so <laughs> oh yeah
1: fair <laughs> enough <laughs> oh, of course just an hr guy <laughs> fair enough all right so tomatoes but but that's 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 it or you're throwing like strawberries or pineapple or something on
2: just pineapple. I mean, I've
1: had like a fruit pizza before, but that's just like a glorified cookie. Fair enough. Kathy, you mentioned that you were all into music and every choir you could be a part of and all that stuff. Um, does that mean that like you were really heavy handed in choosing a wedding song?
0: <laughs> so, Mike, we actually eloped. <laughs> we... Did you? Did yeah, you? we... Um, decided to get married and then three weeks later ended up in Key West on a sailboat at sunset and we had, we could bring our own soundtrack and so we had this whole CD made. We flew our best friends down to Key West with us so the four of us were the only ones that knew we were getting married basically and show up, had this great time. We had this beautiful CD of songs ready to go Um, For the boat while we're getting married and then we forgot to play it so as we were saying our vows on this boat in front of a notary i realized we were getting married to cheeseburger in paradise by jimmy buffett
1: (laughs) very nice i mean if you're gonna elope and go to the keys why not it actually seems perfect (laughs) right are you guys jimmy buffett fans
0: ironically no we are not (laughs) It was a little bit much. It was a riot.
1: <laughs> Do you remember the first concert you went to together? Uh, that oh,
2: it's either um, Weezer, Weezer. I was gonna think, yeah. or possibly
1: Tenacious D. <laughs> All right, Kathy, is he right?
0: I think he is. I actually think it's a Weezer concert. There used to be these huge concerts in like downtown. I remember going to. We went to a Weezer concert that was like one of the free Friday night concerts. At what was Centennial Park? I don't know if it's still Centennial Park now, but that's probably one of the first ones we went to when we moved down.
1: Did Weezer have the song where it was like a happy days yes, like video yes. associated with it or something? This, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. This was during the Island in the Sun.
1: That was Buddy period. Holly.
0: Yeah, the Buddy Holly is the song. Yeah,
1: got it. So having run away, gotten married, gotten on a sailboat down in the Keys, um, are you more? of a beach family than you are like mountains or camping, or am I, am I drawing a wrong conclusion there?
0: No, it's probably valid. We, we are, (laughs) we love a beach, especially as an escape. Like when we lived in Munising, we would try and get out and go someplace warm, you know, especially around this time of year. Right. So as a family, you know, so he and I have done a lot of beach vacations. As a family, we've kept it more like traditional Disney just because they were so little. And now it's we you know, we haven't gone anywhere because of COVID, right? But um but we're you know, now that we're back in Wisconsin, you know, it's it's lake beaches, right? So there's tons of up north cottages and we've got friends that have some really wonderful lake properties that we've been able to to go visit and so the kids are used to sort of the dock life now versus i would say some of the 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 beachy stuff but i would love to i would love to take them to qs and i would love to to go some of these places and as things open up that's probably something we'll do together as a family
1: kathy i'm going to ask you a question i'm going to circle back to aaron and give him a chance to think about this because he should be careful here three adjectives kathy that best describe your husband?
0: Okay, let's see. So um, funny, creative, and kind of offbeat, I would say, if that's an adjective.
1: Funny, creative, offbeat, I like that. I'd hang out with that guy in the keys. (laughs) It's a good time. Aaron, what would you say about Kathy? Uh, Smart, kind, intuitive smart, kind, and intuitive. That sounds good too. Scarier than the uh, guy I'm hanging out in the keys with, you know, but <laughs> that's good. That's good. All right. So I'm always curious for, for um, people who spend a lot of their time in marketing, R&D, you know, innovation, scientist types of roles. What's a brand that matters to each of you? Where are your family?
0: I think a brand, I guess a brand that matters, like most of our stuff is Apple. So I think we end up becoming sort of, you know, other than our work stuff, we're sort of an Apple family.
1: Yeah. No, that's, they've done a great job there. Aaron, anything else that comes to mind? Somewhat. And I would say I'm more brand agnostic. <laughs> and
2: in each, anything that I'm going to purchase, I like to get to the bare bones of of what I'm getting and uh,
1: try and take the brand out of it if possible. Aaron, if you could go back in time and invent something that's been invented, but you were the inventor, like you were the the one that made it happen as an and d guy, what would that be? Whew, that's a good question.
2: Man, I'd like to have my name attached to the guy
1: who made the first laser. Fair. Totally fair. You're talking for like surgical purposes or for... Pointing at your PowerPoint, you know, uh, probably not the not the uh,
2: pen pointer one, but more <laughs> yeah, more like the you know precision cutting tool.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, back to Nina briefly. Um, you got a magic wand, each of you, and after your collective almost what thirty years in this organization, if each of you could wave the proverbial magic wand to do something to make this place that much better what would you do
2: yeah i um if i had a magic wand and since it's a magic wand i'm going to take two wishes first of all uh, i wish we had a state of the art lab uh, in the valley somewhere so that we could um, prototype and test and secondly i wish uh, one of our machines one of our paint machines had a hydro entangling section uh, the amount of products that we could make with that capability would be awesome. It would get us into some new areas, and uh, it's not necessarily cheap, but it'd
1: be worth it. So that's what I would do with my magic wand. All right, should raise that up for a capex discussion. Uh, Kathy, how about you? I have. <laughs> you have. Keep keep pushing. Keep pushing. Got it. Kathy, how about you?
0: I think, you know, my magic would probably be along the lines of customer service and supply chain where I've spent a few years. And if I had a magic wand, I would take it and try and like make Oracle or whatever ERP system we have be a lot more or a lot less manual entry for the the teams that we have. You know, I've watched them. You really get bogged down in the system and it's, you know, it's nobody's fault. It's the way we've adopted it. So that would be my ask.
1: Better automation, better access to data, essentially. Yeah, makes sense. Probably comes into play in your new role too, right?
0: It does. It does.
1: Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. So at the end of every Getting to Know podcast, we hit our guests with three specific questions. I'm going to hit you with those now. The first, feel free to just like rapid fire on this one. It is what is always in your family's refrigerator. Uh, kimchi and it's usually homemade. Kimchi, usually homemade and I I'm guessing homemade by Aaron based on all the dialogue <laughs> I mean, up to this point. It's
0: not that much of a stretch, right? <laughs> yep, that all
1: is correct. Right. Now what like what drives that like who likes is every everyone likes the kimchi, everyone likes kimchi that Aaron makes. Like, how does, how does that find its way in all the time? Well, about 10 years ago, I was
2: reading a book about making your own sauerkraut. And I've been honing my technique ever since then. And,
0: and it's, yeah. yeah, it's a, well, I mean, and it tastes fantastic. But when I was pregnant, it was the only thing that settled my stomach for my morning sickness. Yeah,
1: good husband. Good. Kathy. Amongst those who know you well, what are you most famous for? And then give us a sense on what you think is the case as it relates to Aaron. And Aaron, little one-minute warning. I'm coming to you
0: next. <laughs> okay, what am I famous for? Amongst my friends, I'm probably – there was a <laughs> – I'm usually called the CMO, so the Chief Morale Officer. <laughs> so, uh, my upbeat attitude, and um, I'm usually the like the person putting everything together. So, instigating events and sort of I, I I never was a cheerleader because I sang so much. I didn't want to wreck my voice, but it would be like being a cheerleader for the friend team. All right. Yep. Cool.
1: I like that. We could use use more of that. Um, what do you think Aaron's most famous for amongst those who know him well?
0: Oh, my God, you guys. Yes. <laughs> He's the father of Dispersa.
1: <laughs> oh, all right. Aaron, did you just whisper that to her <laughs> to let her know? Because that, that will not, right. that'll kill two birds with one stone here. <laughs> it's what I had written for my notes, yes. <laughs> all right. The father of dispersa, Aaron. So that is what you're most famous for. Is that what you think you're most famous for amongst those who know you well? Nina Wise, maybe. Yeah,
2: Nina Wise. Otherwise, um, when I was, I had an internship in Japan when I was at grad school, and I climbed Mount Fuji, and I hiked up two bottles of Sweetwater beer, and I took a picture of me and my my buddy Onadero-san. And uh, when I brought that back to the Sweetwater Brewery, I I basically got free beer for a year.
0: He was on the website.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. Very cool. All right, Jacobsons, last question. What are you most looking forward to right this very moment?
0: Oh, that's the easy question. We have our first date night scheduled this Saturday for going to the symphony. So we haven't been out for like <laughs> forever. So
1: All right. Yeah. for you. Aaron, I'm not even going to give you a chance to say you're not looking forward to that. (laughs) We're going to dinner first. I'm doing you a favor, whether you know it or not. Appreciate that. Yeah. Well, Kathy, Aaron, I appreciate you taking time with us today on the Getting to Know podcast. It's been great to get to know you both individually, you guys as a couple. I would say you've got an argument for the first family or the first couple of Nina. So uh, thanks for taking time out of both schedules to
0: spend time with us today. It was a pleasure, Mike. Thanks for having us.
1: Enjoyed it. For those of you in the listening audience, thanks for your time as well. And we'll talk to you again in two more weeks. Take care.